0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Players Experience podcast. On today's episode, we are welcoming in Maple Leafs defenseman Morgan Riley to talk about his career with the Leafs, how he got drafted, his 10-year span, and some of his favorite moments along the way, as well as some tournaments and some fun questions along uh, to ask I wondered who was the better skater between him and his partner, Tessa Virtue. So tune in to find out his answer for that. Before we bring Morgan onto the show, we just wanted to give a special shout-out to our production team for all the work that they do to make each episode as great as it is. As well, guys, make sure to use the discount code The Players' Experiences on products uh, listed below so you can get yourself something nice as well. If you haven't done it yet, it's still early, it's a new year, hit that subscribe button, hit that bell, make sure you're following the podcast so that you're able to see new episodes as they come out throughout the year. Now, without further ado, let's bring Morgan on and start talking about how he got into hockey and his passion for the Leafs. Hey Morgan, how's it going today?
1: Doing well, thanks. How you doing?
0: I'm great. Thank you so much for taking the time. I know it's a hectic time with the hockey season and Christmas had just passed, but uh yeah, I appreciate you
1: taking the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 happy to be here. I'm happy we got a chance to, to chat at Motion Ball and uh and make it happen.
0: Yeah, are you excited for the gala happening in a couple months?
1: Yeah, I think uh March 3rd, right, is what the uh date of that is. Uh it's 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 always cool. It's always a a cool event i think we're on the road because that's the first thing i did I, ch- I checked what our schedule was like i think we're on the west coast so i might not be there but uh it's always a great event
0: good well hey hopefully you know you'll get a dove during the night and we'll celebrate yeah. that while at the gala so
1: yeah absolutely that's a, that's a great way to do it
0: cool um all right so i have a couple rapid fire questions that i'm gonna fire at you first just first thing that sure. comes to mind just spit them out so what's the strangest thing in your fridge currently you have right now
1: the strangest thing in my fridge I don't know it'd be olives or pickles just like as a snack I think it's always nice having like a jar of those in there
0: all right sounds good uh what's your favorite winter pastime or wintertime pastime activity when you're not playing hockey
1: winter pastimes. i love the winter um i love when it's snowing and you're just out for a walk especially at night um i mean being here in toronto there's always a um you know cool view of the cn tower in the snow or something like that so i just like being outside maybe dog walks or something in the snow at night uh uh is is always a little cooler in the winter that's cool
0: and yeah it's definitely with all the christmas lights off yeah yeah
1: Yeah,
0: uh what's who's the best dj in the locker room?
1: the best dj in our locker room i think is michael bunting um he's been doing it a lot and uh, he's he's always on the ones and twos and uh um i like what he's got going for us good well
0: hey it's been working the team's looking good so hopefully that will yeah. continue so yeah now let's talk about you you've this is your 10th season as a maple leaf correct yeah yeah this is my 10th year which is incredible. So first off, congratulations, because uh, it's always nice when you're on one team for such a long period, you get to obviously see the changes and and see the team work and, and build. But how for did sure. you know you wanted to play hockey and throughout your time in Toronto, what has been your favorite component of being in a market like Toronto and what it brings with all its adversity and obviously media mm-hmm. and things like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I've, I've always wanted to play hockey. I mean, even from a young age, um, but your goals and aspirations change over time. I mean, when you're younger, you just want to make the best team you can, like the Adam A team. And then once you make that team, you start thinking about making the Wee team and you just go from there. I don't think I ever had aspirations to play in the NHL or be a professional hockey player at all. Uh, at that point, I, I just wanted to play because I, I enjoyed it. And then, um, you know, getting drafted to the Moose Jaw Warriors and playing junior there, uh, even at that point, you know, I, the, I mean, you're just trying to make the team and then, you gradually realize that, um, you know, you have a chance to make a living doing it. And and then it definitely becomes a little bit uh, more serious. You take things and, you know, it becomes a little more real. Um, So, I I mean, I've known I wanted to play hockey for a long, long time. But, I mean, when it becomes reality, you know, you're you're playing junior, you're chasing your dream. And, you know, I was extremely fortunate uh, to be drafted to Toronto. And I've, I've enjoyed my time here. I've been very open about that. And I think, you know, playing in a market like this is, is, is really special. And it's a cool opportunity uh, um, to play in a great hockey market, to be a part of a team that has a lot of history and to be a part of a team that's involved within the community and has a great fan base. So, I mean, for me, it's, it's all positive and, you know, there's always going to be ups and downs, but um, you know, uh, as players, you can only just go out there and, you know, work your hardest, play your hardest, be true to who you are when we're talking in the media. And I mean the rest take care uh, takes care of itself. So for me, you know, being here has been great. I've enjoyed every minute of it. And um I mean hopefully we can keep winning some games and we can put together some good seasons while I'm here. And uh at this point that's I mean that's all we really care about. We just want to win games and, and enjoy it. And then in terms of the um the the media component of it or the pressure from fans or anything like that, we don't think about that. We just gotta go out there and play.
0: No, oh, hey, you know what? That's honestly the best way to do it. Like I work yeah. for university hockey and sometimes you go to other barns and it's crazy, they'll will have like their entire student body show up and it's like yeah. at the end of the day, you're just playing hockey, you gotta yeah.
1: noise and Yeah, yeah, totally. I think that I mean that carries over, you know, into into the NHL. You just gotta go out there and be confident and, you know, put the work in. Uh um, and then that way when games come around you're feeling good, and you can just go out there and play and um, I mean, that's always been the case for us. Yeah.
0: Now, talking about like being around the league for bed and, and really putting your mark on the game in 2018, you and former Maple Leaf Jake Gardner became the first two defensemen to record at least 50 points in a season since Thomas Caberlet and Brian McCabe did it back in the uh 06 07 season. What did it mean for you to like have your name kind of etched in the record books, if you will? Mm-hmm. Um, that early like throughout your season so far and uh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think, um, it's not, it's not anything that you spend time really, you know, planning or, or, or trying to achieve. It just kind of happens. You play a good game and then, I mean, people tell you that you you've hit a milestone or you've tied something or, uh, or whatever. But, um, I, 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 I do remember that year and, um, I've been very fortunate to play for some really good teams here in Toronto. Um, so I think you have a, I mean, here, you always have a chance to, you know, really make an impact on, on your team, your teammates in the game. And, um, you know, I think for us, we're just out there trying to win. And, you know, when the team's playing well, it oftentimes means that um, individuals are are, are having good success and doing well. And that's what you need in order to have a good team. And and if, if, if you look at our team right now, we have guys that are playing extremely well and I mean, really contributing to, to our group and where we are in the standings. So, um, you know, it takes a lot of individuals to make up a team, but at the end of the day, you know, all that really matters is, is wins and losses. And, I mean, like I said, hopefully we can, you know, keep having good teams during my time here and uh, and win some more games.
0: Now, a, fan of, a really good fan of the show wants to know, what, who would be your favorite defensive partner, um, either currently or in the past? And if you could pick any partner to play with from any team, who would it be?
1: A defensive partner that I would like to have um, – a good question. I think if I could pick um, anybody, it would be Nick Lidstrom. Um, he was a player that I watched growing up. Um, and, and how he played was obviously very uh, enjoyable to watch. He was incredibly sound defensively. And um, I mean, he, I think he won like eight Norris trophies or something like that. But um, as a kid, I was I was a Vancouver Canucks fan. So guys like Matthias Ohland, and Ed Jovanovski are, are are players that I liked. But, you know, for me, the guy that um is, is close enough in age that I watched a little bit is, is Nick Lidstrom. And you know, he was one of the best, if not the best, to do it. So um I always liked watching the way that he played. That's awesome. Yeah, it's whenever
0: I've like I played ball hockey for eight years because if you ever seen the movie goon i'm like sean Williams scott and then i cannot skate yeah. worth crap for the first time I me mean, I mean on yeah. the ice, is it, it takes like five minutes to loop around so i've never had to think about yeah. that but it's good to know like when you compare players it's like you want to compare yourself to to the greats right
1: yeah yeah i think so and um i mean it's it's all good i mean i've played ball hockey a couple of times and it's it's a sport that you have to do a lot to get good at because it's it's different. And, and I'm no good at ball hockey, so you know maybe we would be good partners, and you could carry me on the ball hockey court, and then I could take care of skiing.
0: Perfect. So sounds like uh once the summer comes around, we'll we'll get something sorted. No problem. <laughs> now, outside of your time in the NHL, you've competed in the U17 hockey challenge, winning a bronze as well as the World Championships, winning gold. What were those tournaments like for you overall? And which teams were the hardest to play against during those tournaments?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. I think um, I mean, when I went uh, to play for the men's world a uh, world championship team, um, I brought my dad over um, to Europe uh, uh, to watch And in that tournament. The, the hardest teams to play against, I mean, we played the uh, uh, the American team twice, I think, once in the round robin and then we played them in the quarterfinals, maybe. And Austin Matthews was uh, playing for that team, but we hadn't drafted him yet. Um, It was just, I think a month or two prior to the draft, but he was pretty clearly going to be the number one pick. So um, I I just remember playing against him when he was, uh, you know, a young player and just being amazed at at his ability that once we got him and you start getting on the ice with him more and more, you definitely really notice what, uh, you know, he has to offer even from that age. But uh, that year we played Finland in the final, and uh, and, and one to nothing, I think, but they were the best team. I think they were you know really good defensively and they um made you earn kind of you know everything you got, and you know that was an enjoyable experience. Uh, the championship game was in Moscow, uh, which was interesting because I had never been there before, it's a very different place, and my dad was over there, so it was a cool experience.
0: That's really neat. And having family there, uh, maybe you can just speak about it briefly, but like, what's it what does it mean to have? Like your parents there that have seen you grow up in hockey, play at such a high level of, of sport, even now with the NHL, and just seeing your your child succeed.
1: Yeah, it's great. I mean, you know, even then when he came over to Europe, I think you just get a chance to to bond even more. I mean, I'm 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 close with my mom and dad. I feel very fortunate for that. And, um, I mean, when we were over there, you know, you're going for dinner in a <laughs> in a foreign country, you don't speak the language, and you know, you're able to laugh and just bond just the same way you do when you're eight, nine, ten years old going to hockey tournament, you know, in Vancouver. So um it's cool. And then when he comes out to Toronto, um I, I just feel grateful that he's able to come because I I mean I think in sports and, and hockey especially, I mean you need a lot of support when you're younger and you're I mean growing up, you know, taking you to practices, coaching you. I, I mean I had an older brother, he coached both of us. So when I was younger, I I I had tons of support from my parents you know, try to help me accomplish what my goals were. Um, and at this point to have him here at games and to, you know, know that he enjoys watching the Leafs. He, um, uh, he was born in Hamilton, so he's a Leafs fan. And so to give him the opportunity to, to watch Leafs games and, you know, to almost be a part of the team in a way is a cool feeling. And, you know, it's ultimately just a feeling that you want to express gratitude to him for how much he helped me, how much my mom helped me growing up. Because like I said, uh, you know, at that young age when you're playing sports, you need a lot of support, you need a lot of help. And, you know, my parents were always there for me. Um, and and when they come out here to watch games or, or just go for dinner, I, I just hope that I'm able to express some gratitude to them uh, uh, because I wouldn't be here playing for the Leafs without them.
0: That's incredible. Yeah, our parents are the biggest supporters. So, like, shout out to my parents because, you know, I wouldn't be here doing this kind of thing if it wasn't for them too. Yeah. Um, now, uh, talking about strong – like connections in your family and strong partners. As most know, your partner is Tessa Virtue, his, who is a wonderful human mm. being. I have got to meet her a few times at the Motion Ball Galas and everything. And uh, she's got yeah. a championships and titles under her belt as well. But the biggest question between the two of you that I'm curious about, has the conversation ever come up between the two of you of who's a better skater? And if so, who's won that conversation?
1: Uh, yeah, that conversation has happened uh, a couple of times. Um, it, 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 typically ends with her winning, uh, just because, you know, what you mentioned, I think she's got some hardware to prove it. Uh, but we did actually have a chance, uh, twice now to be on the ice. Uh, the two of us, uh, uh, during COVID we got ice, um, just the two of us and we were able to go for a skate. And, uh, I, I mean, I think the first thing that we noticed was, you know, there's a huge difference in, in, in what we do and, how we do it and uh, I mean I would say that I, I think Tess was a lot more graceful than I am and, and, and most hockey players would be so it was cool to do that together and uh, uh, you know that's not something we talk about a lot anymore because that discussion's already been settled. Nice
0: well hey it's, it's always good to know you know you gotta have these fun friendly conversations.
1: Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah you gotta know your place. <laughs> hey like they say happy
0: wife happy life you know. Yeah. <laughs> now uh talking about like going around with uh with yourself and like when you've toured around in europe but then also in the nhl when you guys have gone to all the different ranks that you've been to out of all the cities that you've been to in played which arena has been your favorite to play in and what's been so unique about it that's like
1: stood out for you my favorite to play in i mean that's a good question i think that um i mean there's lots i think when you go uh, when you go to Montreal to to play the Habs, there's always a good crowd. When you go to Boston to play the Bruins, Vancouver is my hometown, uh, so I like going to play the Canucks. Um, but I think my favorite might be uh, um, MSG in New York. When you go to New York to play the Rangers, uh, it's a pretty historic building, um, you know, right in in Manhattan. Um, so I think it's just a cool atmosphere. It's a cool opportunity that, again, as a kid, you never think about um but you know when you're in the building and you're playing the rangers and you know it's a cool feeling and i, I think that that would be a place that i i often i often think about
0: that's awesome that's definitely one of the rings i have to go and check out yeah. I yeah, very go a lot of nhl rings, but i'm making my way through the the checklist yeah.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's pretty cool. I got drafted in, in Pittsburgh, um, and, and that's where I scored my first goal. So I've had some good luck there. So maybe that one, too, just in the mix. That's awesome.
0: Now, I heard you're a big fan of music, obviously. Being a hockey player, you need to get ready for the games and, and then just hanging out and listen to music at home. But if you could have dinner with any popular mu- musician, who would be at that table? Say you have, like, three people at your table. Who would those musicians be uh, that you would want to have dinner
1: with, and why? All all time or 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 current, like like current rock stars, pop stars type thing. I'll
0: let you pick.
1: It could be either or. Okay, that's a good question. I mean, I I do like music. Uh, I mean, like you said, we play a lot of music before the games and stuff. Uh, Right now, um, I like my guy Boston Levi. I'm actually this is a complete fluke, but I'm wearing his shirt. Um, So I, I mean, I like listening to him a lot. Um, I like the Lumineers. I kind of like that kind of rock and roll type of vibe. Um, but I, I mean, all time it would be Rolling Stones. Um, I think for me, you know, again, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not a history buff, but I like the kind of old, old school stuff, old, old school rock and roll, like the Police and stuff. So um, I, I would have to say Rolling Stones my favorite band. Awesome. Well,
0: no, hey, those are some solid choices for sure. I know for me. Like, it'd be so hard to, to really pick, but, like, I've always been a Matchbox 20 fan. I know they're yeah. this year, so, like, I'm going to their concert. Um, Love that. And then uh, there's just been, like, a mix. Like, uh, I would actually say Lumineers or Arkells, yes. like, that kind of genre of bands yeah. are, like, my top ones as well. So,
1: yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's it's cool. I mean, I, we play a lot of music around here, and, like, we play a little bit of everything. Um, so I think it's a cool way to kind of set the mood, whether you're at home cooking dinner or something, or whether you're at the rink getting ready for a game, there's always something that, that that music can offer.
0: Now, I did read an article once that you're a bit of a Katy Perry fan. How many Katy Perry songs are bopping in the locker room before the game?
1: Not there, we used to play a lot of Katy Perry, but uh, uh, right now it's a lot of mixes and stuff and, uh, and, and, and like DJs and whatnot, which I'm not as up to date with, but I definitely like Katy Perry. I like Taylor Swift a lot. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I mean, I like everything. It's kind of a boring answer, but, uh, um, yeah, I'm easy.
0: No, Hey, that's not a boring answer. It's good to have a wide variety. My Spotify yeah. list is wild. It goes from like, <clears throat> um, just like indie to rock to like everything It's wild.
1: So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that's the way to do it.
0: Now, my last question for you is you did mention uh, about your parents supporting you and really um, being like the guiding light and the mentors for you, um, because everyone has someone that has um, someone growing up with that they provide help and support for. Who would that be if it's outside of your parents? Um, And what would your advice be for the next generation of the uh, future hockey players?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's a good question. I think when I look back um at at my childhood and I mean, you know, as you grow up, uh, who's around you the most and who who impacts you? I, you know, my parents obviously and then my brother would be next. We had a a, a small, kind of tight knit family, a little bit um um introverted, just in the sense we always had dinner, the four of us. We were always close, we got to talk and we got to just just be uh that close family. So I'm I mean, in my life, those people come first. Um, and then, you know, I've had some coaches along the way that have impacted me as well. Um, and, and and I feel very fortunate for that. Mike Stuthers uh was my junior coach. He he's now working for the Anaheim Ducks and he was a guy um who I was able to, you know, really learn a lot from and um, you know, kind of grow up around. Um and 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 I mean there's always others, but I mean for me i I always look to my family first my brother uh connor being a part of that then my mom and dad um and then uh, i think that kind of tees you up to have success and um and i think my advice for you know young hockey players or young um athletes now um i mean i think just keep a positive attitude don't look too far ahead enjoy what you're doing um if i mean if you like what you're doing you know, you're always going to do it harder. You're always going to do it for longer and better. Um, and just and just don't give up. Um, and, 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 and like I said, just believe in yourself um, and uh, just keep that positivity going.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Morgan, for taking the time to be on the show. I really appreciate it. And, again, yeah. all the best with the remainder of the season. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you do on the ice uh, for
1: future games. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you.